Overdrive Radio. Protect your car, protect your family, and protect yourself from getting ripped off. Welcome to Overdrive Radio's Car Advice Hour. Hello, 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 and this is your host for... What's it called, Taryn? (laughs) (laughs) This is your host for Overdrive Radio. This is Mike. Overdrive Radio is brought to you by Universal Tire and Auto. Um, we are, we have, oh my God, we have, I'm so excited. I am even losing my words. We have one heck of a great show for you today (laughs) in the studio with me as always, uh, the lovely Taryn. And today we have Heather with us, our producer for the day. Hi, Heather. Hello. (laughs) Um, we really do have one special episode for you today. Um, in the first hour, the Car Advice Hour, we're going to talk and have a little bit of fun with this myth versus reality. Uh, that's always been one of my favorite topics. Um, I know Taryn likes it too, and uh, uh, today we're going to have uh, Heather join in and kind of help us out a little bit. So um, That's right. And then in the second hour, which is our Entrepreneurs in Overdrive, we have a very special guest that's going to be joining us today. It is uh, Rick Witted. He's the CEO of Feeding Children Everywhere. So you guys have got to stick around. Um, they do a lot of good in the community and nationally, internationally, and, um, you know, there's no better way to um, help everybody now than to um, help each other. Absolutely. Um, uh, Rick Witted, uh, I've, I've kind of like just looking through and doing some research um, on the gentleman. Uh, I can tell you this for sure. We are uh, very, very honored and very humbled to have such a great person with us, uh, a person that's uh, that has such depth in uh, career areas, in uh, a whole bunch of areas that we're going to be hopefully able to tap into a little bit of of his knowledge and uh, hopefully uh, get some use for us and for uh, our listeners today. Okay. So, Are we ready? <laughs> well, so let me tell you something. So um, this weekend, we have, uh, the kids and I, we spent some time watching some movies. So I mm-hmm. thought mine were old enough. And yeah. this is where you and I were. We have a huge um, affinity or affection for this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Godfather. Godfather. So oh, yeah. they have been asking me for Absolutely. years, and yeah. I'm like, "You're not ready. You're not ready. Yeah. You're not ready." <laughs> I thought they were ready. And as far as adult scenes, honestly, in, in the Godfather one, there's there's just two, I think. Yeah, I did Boom. a little fast yeah, forwarding. Yeah, yeah. But all in all, if you haven't watched it, I'm not going to spill any of the details spoilers yeah but i asked my daughter the next day i was like what do you think and she's like i wasn't expecting this i wasn't expecting that yeah i can't believe this happened <laughs> i'm like but that's what makes it such a good movie yeah she had really got worked up over it but so. you were saying and i agree with you i've watched the whole godfather uh, i would say this Saga. is my fourth <laughs> no maybe my third time watching it yeah and i tell you what every single I time can, i could see i could see heather Heather, have you watched it? I have not, but I'm curious no. what age group you think it's for. Okay, well, mine are 13, 14. So I felt like they were prepared for it. There's violent scenes in it, but mine like things like Blue Bloods. We, we, we watch all that stuff. So it's, I want to say if you have a mature 13-year-old, I don't know, people might think I'm crazy, but I mine are fine for it up to, you know, older teens but it's a movie that you got to sit and watch. Right. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's for all ages, in my opinion. It's, it's, if you understand the concept, 
I think you can watch it. Um, it it's a deep. But movie. I would, I would, I would definitely say um, more for twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. I mean, and go on up from there. Mm-hmm. However, watching it once, even the whole three episodes or three, See, yeah, yes, movies, yeah, yeah. movies, uh, y- you're you're not gonna get anything out of it. You have to watch it a few times. It's just the one of those movies you got to time sit and watch. You go, oh my god, oh is that what that is? And then the <laughs> third time you go, oh my god, now it's starting to really click. There's so many subtle little things, yeah, that just makes you go, wow. He was genius. <laughs> yeah. The oh, director was genius. Uh, yeah, Francis Ford Coppola is, is phenomenal. The uh, the other one. I don't agree with him bringing his daughter in the third. You know, thing. Well, she was not. She but was so then, probably the only sore thing. At so then Netflix. But so I like to watch she a lot was cute, of. Cute, but I mean that's about oh. it. I like to watch a lot of the classics with my kids, like the ones that I used to watch when I was a kid. They like the old stuff. So we've watched Karate Kid a few times. No way. With them. I like but Karate Kid. But on Netflix, they have it now on Netflix. So it's like so like clear, the mm. image. And this is like the first time in years that I've, you know, I've put it on for them. And I've kind of like hopped, you know, from the couch to the kitchen, the this, the that, the other. Yeah. That last night was the first time in years that I sat down and watched it, like fully watched it. Yeah. And... It's just another great movie. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you brought up the kids, uh, um, uh, you know, talking about the kids. Uh, Heather, do you have kids? I do. I have three. I, three. Wow. <laughs> Good. Uh, ages? 10, 8, and 1. Wow. What do you think, and I, I like, it, both of both of you, please uh, help me out on this. What do you think of the kids going back or not going back to school? It's a very, very deep subject. Unfortunately, we're gonna really. I, I just wanna, I just wanna hear what other parents think about it, compared to me. And I'll tell you what I think about it. I think for some students, it is absolutely necessary if they have an individual learning program that yeah. they need. Yeah. Um, if the parent is staying home or is a stay-at-home parent anyways, mm-hmm. or working from home, maybe not working from home, but if you have the ability to stay home, yeah. I am all for it. I am keeping my kids at home. I feel like I am lucky this year because I've got the baby and she's not going to daycare. So Mm -hmm. I can. And hopefully that keeps the place a little bit safer for other children. Yes. Well, that's the that's the whole thing is the idea that if some kids stay home, those that have to go to school because there's situations where the parents really cannot do the other options besides face to face. Yeah. It'll keep them safer and those that can keep them at home can keep them at home. I mean, we chances are we're, we're you know depending on how our school sort of handles everything. I really want to keep them home yeah. for a while at least. You know, it's it's funny. First of all, do you want to say something else? Because I see you. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, first of all, I was listening to DeSantis, our governor, and and I heard something that he said, which was, uh, "We'll give the parents the options," and then immediately after that, because not. Every county or state or, or not the state, sorry, every county or every school district had, had already announced that they're going to be the option of virtual. Yeah. Um, immediately after that, everybody started to go, OK, option, 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 option. Um, and I agree with you, Heather, and I agree with you, Taryn, both that if you have the ability to keep the kids at home, please do. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I'm saddened, I mean, I am so saddened about in the beginning of COVID um, that I read somewhere at, on how many, it was it was out of New York, how many students, and I know this, this is, by the way, true for everywhere, sadly, 
in the greatest country on the face of this earth. This is true for every little city. Mm-hmm. Um, that some of these kids, without having going or going to school, they get denied the main meal of the day. Yeah. That is one of the saddest things I ever heard. So I agree with you, not just in the sense of the specialty learning, but also in the sense of the kids that, A, their parents have to get out, otherwise they don't eat, period. They don't have a roof over their head. And then the second thing is they get that extra meal that they absolutely need. Yeah. Um, well, a lot they, of the schools... They get the they... guidance and, and someone looking after them. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, um, there's a lot of families in the age of, you know, uh, an eight, nine, ten-year-olds are staying home alone uh, because they can't afford anything else. And the mother and the father are going to work to keep that roof over their head. I mean, do you agree or disagree? It doesn't matter. That's what's happening. So Well, that's why the options are good, you know. So we'll see. Things I keep, do believe that having things options Things keep evolving good. as the weeks progress. So. One thing that really bothers me, though, I don't think that we should rely on a 10, 11, 12, 13, 14... Uh, maybe the high schoolers a little bit more, we should be able to rely on them. Otherwise, they need to be smacked upside the head. But, (laughs) you know, the rest, for crying out loud, how are we supposed to hold them responsible? They're used to goofing around. I was the biggest goof in school. I mean, I loved it, (laughs) you know? Uh, Getting smacked upside the head was one of my favorite activities, for crying out loud. Well, you know, that's what's so sad right now. I was going to my car yesterday from the grocery store and I heard a woman, she was with her son, Mm -hmm. and as they're walking up to the grocery store, she says, remember, please stay safe. And it's such a weird thing to think about when you're going just to the grocery store now. You have to, you know, be careful. I can't remember who it was. One of our guests said, you know, please don't say to me, please stay uh, stay safe. (laughs) And I'm like, why? And and one of our guests, I remember, one of our past guests, and, and I said, why? And it's just a cliche and blah 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 of course i'm gonna try to stay safe and i said but what you're not what you're what you're missing the point the point that you're missing right now is that out of people people that care say to others here please pay attention because believe me one little snip a slip um can affect you um you know there's there's a pandemic out there exactly (laughs) So, so however however um, we are a car show. We are a car show. <laughs> At least the first hour. Hey, but we take our cars to school. We yeah, absolutely. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the way to tie it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we need a car to get, you know, the kids to school. Everywhere. We need to, yeah, to get everywhere. So um, myths versus reality. You know, it's funny. I've been, I've been doing this for a long time. And um, yes, I'm old. Shish. Um and there's been so many things that I've heard from people throughout the years that you sit there and you go, who told you this? Uh, it's, it's, it's a known thing. And you go, it's baloney. Or you sit there and think about it as an expert on the subject, or at least as someone that knows something about the subject, and you go, what the what? <laughs> what was that? No, that's baloney. Um one of the things that started to bring this up to the surface was a show that used to be on, and I think it ended, I think, about a few years ago. Yeah. Um, that show was Mythbusters. That show took on 
on Discovery Channel took on so many things that were myth versus reality, and it's some some really amazing stuff. I um, I think maybe I'll leave to the next um, uh, ep- uh, segment um, about starting on on the first myth versus reality. But I'm going to tell you this: um, it, it's it's amazing because I used to, and some of these things I used to hear them from technicians, from car, from guys that work on cars. Like old, you, you mean like old school, like like tips old and tricks? wives tales, wives tales, okay, <laughs> pretty much. But in you know technical t- tales in yeah. this industry, and you go. What did you just say? And they go, well, isn't that the way to do it? And you go, no, that's not the way to do it. Or that's not the way it happens. This happens because of this. Think about it as a science. Again, and this is the main reason, I think. Remember, how, I mean, how many episodes have we done about how to select the right shop? Um, because of... If, if it's anybody that works on your car that does not approach the thing, the, the, the thing of working on cars as a science, they're pretty much guessing. I don't know about you. I don't like wasting my money. <laughs> no, it's, it's it is a science. It's well, you know, like it's uh, give you an example. Rob, uh, our manager at Universal Tire and Auto, mm-hmm. he was telling me yesterday. He said that he had a customer come in and he they had an issue and he pulled the you know lifted the car up in the bay brought them over to see under the car to see this the issue yeah and she's like i've never seen under the the my car before ever yeah and that was and the this first is, time uh, how old was the lady i don't remember but you know it's it uh, was, let's, let's say she was a 40 year old mm-hmm. so she's 40 years old she's been driving for 20 years she's never seen the underneath of a car but wow. that, but that's the thing though, and that's no, what no. That's we that's do, where and that's shops what a mechanic go wrong. Shops should do absolutely show you the issue. It's yeah. not something mysterious. It's not something that is like in the middle of nowhere. Okay, we got to take a break. When we come back, I want to answer this question: Which one is better on fuel economy, manual transmissions or automatic transmissions? Join us after the break. Florida Man Radio. Like hanging out with the boys in the shop. We're talking cars and a whole lot more. Overdrive Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome back. This is your host of Overdrive Radio. This is Mike, and with me in the studio, I have Taryn. Hello. And Heather, our producer for the day. So, um, okay, so before the break, I asked the question, which, you know, it's funny because I always... I grew, you know, I grew up, uh, went to college in in, in England, and um, you're an English boy, and not an English boy. <laughs> <laughs> grew up here, <laughs> went there, um, and uh, in Europe in general, everybody's got a manual transmission. And when you ask people why, you mean a stick shift? Yes, oh, that's what they, the the technical term is manual <laughs> transmission, stick shift. Yes. Um, when you ask people why, they say, oh, it's because it's much better on uh, fuel. So uh, I learned on a stick shift. Yeah, me too. Manual, I'm sorry. Manual, stick, whatever. <laughs> um, so what do you guys think? The, is manual transmission offers better fuel economy than automatics? Um, okay, I'll, I think. Yes. You said manual offers better than. Fuel economy. Fuel economy than an automatic. I disagree because. You're doing it yourself, and we're not a better judge than if it's automatic. It would be more of a machine. 
you're somewhat right. What what do you think? I don't know how to drive a stick. Oh, <laughs> good for you. Yeah, good. No, no. It's honestly in this country we don't need to learn that. Unfortunately, my my first driver's I license was in see, England. So I feel very. I had to take it on a stick shift. Otherwise, you you couldn't drive a car. Yeah. So I have to learn. Um, the answer is the answer really is back in the day that mm-hmm. I was talking about. Those people were right. It was better to drive manual versus automatic because it was better on fuel economy. However, <laughs> nowadays, that's why your answer becomes correct is with the advancement of technology yeah. and these on-point sh- electronic shift yeah. uh, transmissions, you are not better than a computer. Therefore, <laughs> it is much better than than ha. the manual. So, so wait, can I get like a Hershey's bar for every answer that I get right? <laughs> get a hat. I need something for this. Yeah, I know, I know. All right. All right, so um, let's continue down this alley. You know, one of the things that I see a lot of, um, or should I do this? Nah, nah, let's, let's do the, the one that I see a lot of. Okay. You're driving down the highway, and mm-hmm. you see this guy with his tail driving a truck okay and the tailgate all the way at the back you mean the back of the truck it's called a tailgate okay the back it's of the a tail truck. and then there's a gate okay. <laughs> so his bumper no above the bumper you know the gate where they open it oh look, that's what like you're talking down about got it a, yeah it kind okay. of is flat okay and the tailgate is open and you go huh why did this guy like did it open on him did he do it on purpose so a while ago, I asked somebody and I said, why are you driving like, you know, with that down or the tailgate down? And he said, it's better for fuel economy. And I'm sitting there going, you know, the wind uh, maybe hits that tailgate, slows down the car a little bit. Uh, you got to use a little bit more gas. And it kind of, you know, from a physics standpoint, uh, it's an acceptable explanation. What do you think, guys? Well, I had to cheat and look up what you meant by tailgate <laughs> of the truck. Now that I know what you it is. You don't have to tell. <laughs> now that I know what it is, I am going to say no. That's a myth because. Be, be, uh, no, I reality. Yes, true. Real. Yeah, true. Because think about it. I Because mean, the air it, can it, flow better. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do you think? I was going to say that too. I was going to say it probably drags down. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a myth. Oh, it's a myth. <laughs> that when I when the guy told me that, I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, it it makes sense. Absolutely, it hits the tailgate. Blah blah blah." Yes. But the way they engineer those trucks, the cab is so high, high enough that it actually has the wind. By the time the wind actually loops down, mm-hmm. it's actually past the tailgate. It's kind of like the. I would assume this is also a myth where if you roll down your windows, yeah. You don't use as much gas. Actually, quite the opposite. <laughs> and so now is that you a stole, myth or a yeah, fact? Yeah, that's that's a myth. If you mo- if you uh, open your windows, yeah. you actually use more gas. Because what you're doing is you're letting air in mm. that actually pushes against the car. Versus if you leave the windows closed, the air glides off the sides. You stole one of my myths. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, here's another one that. That I've like heard so much, especially from younger um, 
crowds um, mm -hmm. where, you know, I've had, you know, we've had people come in and say, can you help me lower my car? Can you help me do this, do that, whatever? They're, they're trying to make, uh, you know, out of their little... Um, I call them flies or specs. <laughs> They're little um, Honda, uh, you know, Civics or whatever. They're trying to make a racing car out of it. Which, by the way, some of them are really fast. Like I a mean, low rider. Yeah, they're no, they're trying to make like, like fast cars out of it. Okay. Which some of them, yes, you can. You really can make them <laughs> very fast. You can put a lot of horsepower out of them. Mm -hmm. um, you need to spend a lot of money, but yes. Um, the question I used to always get, uh, or the comment that I used to always get is if I use jet fuel in my car, <laughs> it's going to make my car go faster. Okay, that's a hands-down myth. Why? Be because a car requires, you know, jump, based okay. on what you've, based on you <laughs> and based yes. on everything you always talk about, you have to follow the owner's manual of your vehicle mm -hmm. and you have to use the oil that your vehicle requires. Yes. So, there you so, go. So, I... Somewhat, you're right. You've actually got me there. <laughs> Somewhat, you're right, and I'll tell you See, why. I'll tell you. What, I'm what telling do you, think? you, listening what do you to the show helps. Heather. Is the jet fuel actual jet fuel, or is it just like actual. an additive? Because I know no, no, you no. can put an yeah, additive. Yeah, you can put an additive to make it close car. to. Yeah. Well, that's like it, the reason why the, these kids say that is because jet fuel combusts better than um, what do you call it than uh, than actual fuel. So if you're in a wreck, even a fender bender, your car is going to explode. Well, that's one. <laughs> Do you know why they only put enough gas to get you where your destination is on a, on an airplane? No. They that's that's only the, the yeah. only thing they do. If you go up, I went up. I was in North Carolina in in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Went up on a plane, and all of a sudden I hear. And I'm like, oh, whoa. <laughs> I look over and everybody, I mean, everybody went nuts on the plane. And you look over. I would. <laughs> and I was going for a business and I, part of a company. And I had like yeah. 50 managers with me. Um, and I'm sitting there and I'm supposed to, you know, calm everybody down. And I'm going, oh, God, <laughs> something really bad happened. And what had happened was one of the panels of the plane came off. And it hit against the plate and oh just veered off. That's not so, supposed to happen. Oh, no, 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 no. So the um, the guy, uh, the the guy, the captain came on and he said, listen, guys, we lost one of the paddles. While it really looks bad, he's really trying to make a good situation out of it. <laughs> <laughs> While this really looks bad, it's not that big of a deal. We're better off than the people on the ground. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> then got hit by that thing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> however... There's a problem. We have to fly around for another hour and a half to burn off the fuel Before that we have. Land. And I'm like, because they have to have certain amount of fuel, like low enough for them to safely land. I sat there and I'm like, this guy's out of his mind. Sure enough, of course, we were, it's funny because we were going to, um, from Charlotte to, um, uh, the Mardi Gras place, the New Orleans, New Orleans, yeah, and and <laughs> yeah, I do this a lot. Uh, this is the first time we ever uh, meet Heather. She doesn't know me yet, so yeah, he's like, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Actually, yeah. earlier today, he's like, did you, you know, the thing? Did you take care of that for me? And I'm like, yes, what of thing? course. He's like, you know what I'm talking sorry, about? I mean, no, I don't know what you're talking just about. Not. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Got we had it. the show. What do you think I'm talking about? I'm talking about show. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's funny. Anyway, so um, so we're going to Mar- Mardi Gras. We stopped in um, in Tennessee. Uh, where's that? Um, what's his name? Uh, Elvis's place. Uh, Nashville. <laughs> Nashville. Yeah. yeah. We stopped in Nashville, and well, we're supposed to connect to Nashville. So they brought us back. We changed planes. Mm-hmm. They couldn't put a panel on it. They. We changed planes, so that's like four hours, five hours. You would have been to back. To, you'd have been to New Orleans and back. Exactly. So then we went to Nashville, missed obviously the connecting flight. Sat in Nashville, and all of a sudden Nashville got flooded. I mean, it was in the summer. Nashville just was like a washdown. So they canceled the flights for like six hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> five hours. So we ended up staying the night in Nashville. Missed the the what do you call it? Missed the party in Mardi Gras town. <laughs> all because of jet fuel. No, we're going back to jet fuel now. Thank you for saying that. Um, I was kind of wondering where I, why I landed there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, um, so jet fuel, yes, is so combustible. It's all your fault, Heather. <laughs> I got to believe it's somebody. Cool. No, no. Um, Jet fuel is so combustible that they actually have to drive around mm-hmm. or f- drive around, fly around for an hour and a half until they like took care of so much fuel. And the flight, by the way, was an hour and a half to uh, yeah, uh, so that's why it Nashville. makes it com- so it's too combustible. So, can you or can't you put it in a car? So, now going back to whatever, a lot of people tell me, Hey, man, I'll put higher octane or the additive, like you said. And my car's going to go faster. It's going to be more powerful. Yeah. Uh-uh. Baloney. Matter of fact, all you're doing with nowadays cars, all you're doing is you're confusing the heck out of the computer that's in there. Because the computer is got so many feelers and sensors and stuff to feel what the combustion temperatures are, what's going on. When you start playing with that, all of a sudden the computer's going, oh, my God, I got to have too much. I'm probably having too much air. So it starts dumping fuel a lot. All of a sudden, everything goes higher. The computer starts to go crazy where mm-hmm. it actually is supposed to go the other way around, supposed to add more air. But because what lowers the temperature is more fuel, all of a sudden, this thing starts driving like caca. <laughs> and it just becomes really bad. So, no, please don't do that. Nowadays, now, okay, I have a... Um, um, I have a vehicle with a carburetor in it, no sensors whatsoever, no computer controls. Everything is manual. By all means, give it a try, but have a fire extinguisher, please. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow, how uh, how are how are we doing on the break? We're good. Okay. Um, so um, we take a break, and um, more myths. Uh, you know, actually, you know, after the break, we are going to do a giveaway for oil changes with Universal Tire and Auto. Okay, so that's awesome. We need to stick you know, around I, for that. Okay, let me let me ask you a question. We see yeah. this on on movies, in movies, in movies, all the time. A bullet to the gas tank leads to the car exploding. Mm. Is that myth or reality? We'll tell you when we come back. We'll find out. Hello, 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 and welcome back. This is your host, Mike, of Overdrive Radio. Overdrive Radio on Florida Man Radio is brought to you by Universal Tire and Auto. Speaking of Universal Tire and Auto. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We are going to do a free giveaway for an oil change. Ah, when? Now. Right now? Yeah. 
I okay. think we should do it right now. All right. So it's going to be by text. So you got to have your phone handy. And you'll receive a free oil change at Universal Tire and Auto. We're located in Longwood across from South Seminole Hospital. Uh, it'll be whatever type of oil your car takes, whether it's full synthetic, conventional, whatever it is, we will take care of it for free. It's on us. So it would be for the first three people that send me a text message to 407-995-9665. And you can just type in the word uh, reality. So again, that phone number is 407 407- Nine nine five nine six six five. Okay, one more time. Four zero seven nine nine five nine six six five. Exactly. Okay, so action movies. Bullet. The the hero is trying to stop the villain yep. from getting away. Guns a blazing. Yes. Uh, carefully selected, aimed at whatever, uh, and shoots that bullet. The car explodes. Myth or reality? What do you think? I think, uh-huh. based on a show I watched the other night, mm-hmm. is that if the car leaks the gas uh-huh. and it hits a flame, then it would explode. Like if a gun hit the gas, like if gas is leaking from the car, mm-hmm. in the show, the the guy shot and it hit the gas mm-hmm. like that was leaking and okay. then it exploded. I'm talking about, <clears throat> again, what we see on in movies. <laughs> It's not reality. <laughs> yes. We are, some guy shoots at a gas tank. Yeah. And the car explodes. I say myth. Myth. What, what do, do you think? think, Heather? I think it's a myth. You think it's a myth? Yeah. Actually, it is a myth. Yay, we <laughs> both got busters. it. Yes, absolutely. Mythbusters, again, came in, did this as part of an episode, and they, they actually... Put a gas tank in there and kept shooting, <laughs> and oh, <no>. nothing happened. <laughs> um, it's okay. Always remember. First of all, um, you have to have. You absolutely have to have. You absolutely have to have uh, some something that ignites. I mean, you have to, to have some sort of an ignition for the explosion to happen. So I was partially correct. That's why I was kind of looking at you like, what? Yeah, I didn't look <laughs> at your notes. Things here. I didn't look at your notes. I didn't look at your notes. No. It's a so, combination of the ta- of the of the knowledge that you you bestow upon oh, me on a day to day basis. Oh, this and is so good. My thank TV you. shows that I've been watching a lot of lately. <laughs> good, yeah, you're good for my ego. Um, it's uh, always remember just the fact that the bullet hit the gas tank is not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. By the way, FYI, most gas tanks nowadays, guys, are uh, not just guys, guys and gals. Uh, most gas tanks now in cars, trucks, whatever, are plastic. Yes. Versus? Versus what used to be metal. <laughs> so what do you, I mean, a bullet is going to spark what against what? Oh, okay, I see what you're There's saying. There's no spark. Yeah. So it's just going to go Remember right we talked about this about a fire extinguisher, whether that was a myth or reality. If you ha- if you if it was necessary to keep a fire extinguisher in your vehicle. Mm. Um Was it really? Was that the I question to f- you? I, I I don't remember I think it was something specifically. else. Specifically. Oh, I think it was as is part it, of a travel package. Is it, 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 it pack, it's, it's you're supposed to have 
a fire extinguisher in your car. I think because in other if, con- in some other like countries, your show. Yeah. <laughs> if, if someone actually, well, if something happens and yeah, um, you know, let's say two wires arc and there's fuel on the ground and you know that fuel ignites. Um, it's a good idea to have a fire extinguisher to stop that thing. By the way, folks, if you're looking for a show to watch, it's on uh, Hulu, I think. It's Are called Burn called Burn Notice. It's great. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, so uh, let's do one more. And and that was that has something to do with, with what you, you know, spoiled earlier, <laughs> the spoiler <laughs> earlier. Um, turning on the air conditioning is better for fuel economy than opening the windows. I'll let Heather go first. Remember, turning on, let me let me give you, okay, let me give you um, a background on this. When you turn the air conditioning on, the air conditioner on, the compressor comes on. The AC system in general takes away seven to 10, some people even say 20, depending on how big the, the, the AC is, mm-hmm. horsepower away from the engine. Like it sucks it out of, not the engine itself, but of, of what the engine is producing. Okay. So, is that better for fuel economy? Remember, you're reducing the 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 horsepower. Therefore, the engine has to work harder to. Oh, you're giving make us the up. answer. No, I'm going to say it's a you, myth. I'm giving you points. I'm giving you points. I'm going to go from being a myth. Versus, you've got the windows open. Remember what we talked about a second ago. You've got the what do you call it? So both of them have a drag on the car. Yeah. One drags the engine, and one drags the other one. Which one do you think is worse? Wait, one drags the engine and one drags what? The the car itself. Oh, the physical car the physical, itself. Yeah, because remember the push of the air. The air gets inside the car and kind of does some sort of a push against the um, mm-hmm. the car itself. So it's kind of a, an opposing force if you want to think about it. Yeah, it's a good way in physics to explain it. And um, I don't know. I mean, they're both they both do take away from the power of the car. So which one do you one. think is worse? That's I know. I agree. I'd say the windows. Isn't the other one playing with the battery or using from the battery? More? No, no, no. It uses from the engine itself, from the power that oh. the engine. Like every engine in, in on on the face of Earth is rated for say, uh, this one's rated for 100 horsepower. This one's rated for 80, for 200, 500, whatever. This the minute you put AC on, it sucks down. 20, 10, 20, 15, depending on what kind of AC system is there, out of the production that comes out of that engine. I th- I would feel like it would be less of a problem with the AC on because I feel like the car will compensate mm-hmm. because it's a motor issue. It's because it's the motor the car compensates for it. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. So The car was- does compensate. Yeah. Yes. So however, which is worse? However. Exactly. They're both bad. Yeah. But which is worse? Exactly. Which one? The, Without a doubt, this is a GM study, uh, General Motors, uh, and SAE. SAE is the Society of Automotive Engineers. Mm-hmm. They did a study back in 2004, and both of them on sedans and SUVs. So don't say, oh, I have a truck, or I have this, or I have that. No, no, no. Yeah. This is sedans and SUVs. A variety of speeds, turning the AC on. Even at medium power, it takes away more fuel than driving with the windows down. I'm not giving up my AC. <laughs> me neither. Me not neither. in Florida. <laughs> now, no, no, but let me tell you where this matters. But because I have when found ta- myself when your tank is almost on empty. Exactly. I have found myself in situations where I'm driving on I four, 
and I cannot. My exit is 10, 15, 20 miles away, and I'm going, oh, God, this thing has been on. The, the light's been on for a while. I don't know what to do. Road Rangers. Yeah. So, exactly. So, you're like, uh, do I really want to pull? I Okay. What do I do? Kill the AC for the next 10, 15 minutes. Get your exit. Fill it up right away. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, Another one that's very popular, and sadly, uh, well, I've not seen them lately, but I've seen them a lot at gas stations. Using your cell phone while pumping gas can trigger an explosion. Okay, actually, I have something to say. One day, and this was a huge, you know, I thought it was a huge boo-boo, so let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. I had my kids in my car, and I needed to get gas. And I, by mistake, left the car running while I got the gas. And I got in the car and I went, oh, my gosh. Was that bad? Yes. That was horrible, right? What did you do? Say that again? <laughs> I don't know if I want to say it. Never. You know, as you're, you're rushing. I, by mistake, left the car running and I got gas. And I got in the car and I went, you oh, would trigger, man. It's not, it's not a good thing. You would trigger the check engine light for sure. Okay. Um, and... It's really not good for the car. I know. It was a huge, it was a huge, like, you yeah. know, bad It's not good for moment. the car itself so. because that is supposed to be a sealed system. Yeah. The, uh, what do you call it? The, the the fuel system and the vapor system. Yeah. And what you're doing is you're, <laughs> you're literally just yeah, confusing folks don't the do heck that. out I of the I was just, it was a really, yeah. it, was a, it, was, it was, so cell phones. So what do you guys think? Cell phones can lead to anything. I've seen, I've seen the actual sticker and I can't remember which state it was because I used to travel a lot. I can't remember which state it was, but I've seen it. Do I not it was use here. cell phones. Do not use cell phones while pumping gas. I feel gas. like it's everywhere. It could lead up to an explosion. What do you think, Heather? I think cell phones explode anyway, right? Yeah, on their own. <laughs> <laughs> they used to. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're a little bit better now. So, But what do you think? No? Yes? I I don't know. I think you need to be focused. You're, you're playing with gasoline. You should be focused on yeah, just I pumping agree. your gas. I agree. I agree. I don't think you should be on the phone while... Uh, whatever from from that standpoint. Uh, okay, here's the thing. I've seen because I've seen some people sticker. do some stupid stuff yeah. <laughs> while pumping their gas. I've seen the sticker. I don't do it myself. I've seen people on their cell phones while they're pumping gas and nothing explodes. And nothing explodes. Yes. So I say it's a myth. Um, well, let's see, let's say this: the Federal Communication Commission investigated the rumor i like the way they put it (laughs) investigated that rumor and found absolutely zero evidence that that is true and it's funny because the person that wrote this particular article in business insider said that he was or i'm sorry she was scolded (laughs) by a person before (laughs) for being on the phone while she's pumping gas now do I agree with Heather's approach? You're pumping gas, cut out the rest of the world for two seconds for crying mm-hmm. out loud, yeah. you know, because you spill a little bit of gas, somebody's smoking a cigarette, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's, first of all, you're wasting money, yes. Second of all, it's dangerous, it's not cool, so please, no. Okay, now, we are about to finish our first hour, the car advice hour. And we have a great guest coming up. So please, 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 whatever you do, 
Come back and join us. He is a very good guy. You absolutely need to listen to the next hour. Enjoy. Enjoy.